Welcome to Carpe Dime, a podcast about personal finance and everyday life. I'm Nicole Jackson. And I'm Jamie Davidson from Financial Center First Credit Union. Thanks for spending your free time listening to us talk about how life and family affects us achieving our financial goals. And for today's topic, we'll be talking about money mindset. Jamie, what does money mindset even mean? Well, Nicole, money mindset is how we feel towards our finances. Believe it or not, do you have feeling toward, you have feelings towards your finances, right? Oh, lots of them. I read a great article from uh, Your Money Line that talks about what our financial mindset is and that the article started with money is rarely about money. Money is all about behavior. So what does that mean for our listeners tuning in today? It means that our financial confidence starts with our attitudes and behaviors. It's about having a fresh financial mindset and acting on it. And, uh, you know, the the question does become, where do you get your mindset, right? Mm -hmm. So let's think about this. You and I are not real young anymore. We're not old, but we're not (laughs) real young. No, but I mean, we're not kids, right? We're not kids. So... But where did you probably get your money mindset from? Are you a saver or a spender? Definitely a saver and got that from my parents. Did a lot of saving growing up. So your parents were savers? Yeah. Okay. So that affects your spending and your your mindset on money, okay? Mm -hmm. Because you were taught that. I, on the other hand, came from a family of spenders. And I saw that we they were spending and we were often we were often in debt. So that actually gave me my exact money my exact opposite money mindset. I became a saver because I didn't want to be that way. So it's really about the psychology of spending and, you know, what your thoughts are on that. You know, do you like to spend? Do you like to save? Uh, and you can categorize them into a few things. And we'll talk about that here for a second. But uh, besides your parents, who else do you think? Well, my friends, for sure. Right? Go back to school and you had to have yeah. the shoes the friends had, right? Uh, yeah, for sure. Okay. And now that we're a little bit older, what? You, so you've got that. Who, who else? Social media, Social all the media. advertising out there. Uh, you know, the Kardashians, we all have to keep up with them, right? Exactly. <laughs> right? Yeah, I look at my daughter and she's just flipping away on her phone, looking at TikTok. You know, it's just like those things are affecting us and what we think our, our, our norms are when it comes to spending money. Right? Uh, you know, I'm going to date us on this one. Super Bowl was just on this past Did you weekend. Believe I didn't watch it. You didn't watch it? Well, I can believe you didn't watch it, but it was a great <laughs> game. But I mean, if you watch that, you know, you go from watching football all throughout the year and the ticket prices are this. But mm-hmm. once you get here, you know, most of us can't afford those tickets. So, but we expect, you know, that's our team and we want to be there. So mm-hmm. the mindset is, well, I can, if I can get the money, I can go. And which is probably not the right idea. If, you're, if you don't have $6,000 for a ticket, you shouldn't spend $6,000 for a ticket. You shouldn't, but some people, if they have, they're going to spend it, right? Yes. And that, that takes us back to the idea of spending and saving. There's um, categorized four ways. You have... A super spender, a spender, a saver, and a super saver. So the question becomes, where are you? Where do you fall on that? And uh, when we go through this today, we're going to talk a little bit about that and the mindset on that and why people do this. Cool. So today we're really going to talk about uh, six ways to instill a positive mindset. And according to this comes from Intuit's Mint Life article that we read, and there are six ways to instill a positive mindset. So go ahead. What's number one? Well, the first one is forgive yourself for your financial mistakes. Anything from your missed credit card payments, late payments, it happens every once in a while. Oh, everybody. Oh, you know, don't beat yourself up. For yeah. That. yeah. I'm thinking of Chris Farley, how you used to, oh, you know, dumb, dumb. It's also aging yourself. Age, what? <laughs> Chris Farley's great. He was great. His movies are still great. Uh, yeah, you know, sort of, you've got to forgive yourself a little bit, right? Now, 
You should probably shouldn't just stop at forgiveness, though. You should probably come up with uh, some ways to, to make that not happen again, right? Yeah, like missing your loan payment and then like, okay, so I missed it this week, but let's put a reminder on it for two weeks from now when it's actually due. Maybe a couple days before just to... Right. You know, hiding from it and pretending like it didn't happen is probably not the way to yeah, do it. No. I wouldn't recommend that. So, But it's okay. If you make a mistake, you know, it's like I tell my kids. You make a mistake, live up to it, get back on track. It's the right. same way for yourself and your, and your finances. Uh, number two. Understand your money mindset. What is that? Do you like to save versus spending? Which I was I, I was talking about earlier. The super saver, the super mm-hmm. spender. Uh, do you live in the now versus uh, the future? And that that's one of those things I think a lot of people really struggle with. I mean, what what are your thoughts on that? Are are you living the now or a future? Or are you a little bit of a mix? I kind of bounce back and forth. I like to know that I'm going to have enough for the future, but then I can't say that I'm not on Amazon in the wee hours of the night buying things that I'm like, oh, that's a great deal. Let's look at that right now because oh. I could use that. You know, I think you could put it on your phone that you can't get on Amazon past 8 o'clock. Can you set timers on that? Don't tell my husband. Don't tell your husband that? No, okay. please. Well, just, just thinking here. So, But the question <laughs> becomes, you know, why is that? I don't know. You know. For you, that's where you have to look deep in and go, why am I that way? My, my wife's that way. I can tell you why she's that way. She's gotten so much better. But she's that way because that's how her mom is. Mm. And my mom's that way. I mean... QVC and Home Shopping Network, they loved my mom. My mom does that too. And I just, I would have never, never will. I've never, that, that channel comes on, I'm like, no. <laughs> you know? Oh my God, Emerald Lagasse pans. Oh, Wolfgang Puck, you know. But hey, no, not doing it. So, you know, understand that money mindset. Are you a spender versus a saver? And guess what? The key is to sort of be in the middle there. You know, mm-hmm. we're all about, people are all about extremes, you know. Oh, I'm not going to spend a dollar. Oh, I'm going to spend it all. It's all about moderation. You know, the Greeks exactly. used to say moderation is key, right? It is. It is. So what's number three? Number three is to stop comparing yourself to others. Maybe your friend bought a new car or renovated their home. That doesn't mean that you need to. Or, you know, checking Instagram or Facebook or TikTok and you're seeing people with lavish vacation homes, fancy clothes, new shoes, all those things. Uh, we've seen an influx of this over the last 10 years. You know, the TV show Keeping Up with the Kardashians. I mean, mm-hmm. we're keeping up. You know, obviously they're keeping up with them. But, you know, the whole idea is some kids think that's the way you're supposed to be and behave. Uh, when you go and they're on Instagram, they think that's, I, I need to have that purse. I had a young man in my in my house the other day who was a friend of, the, of our kids, sort of one of our adopted kids that we have in the house he was talking about how he wanted a louis vuitton cover for his playstation 5 what and i'm like what why like a dust cover i don't know and, I, <laughs> I, and he's like oh man that would be so cool and i'm like how much is that and then he said the amount of money i'm like what what is wrong with you where did where would you even come up with this idea it was like twenty five thousand dollars i'm like why <laughs> Why? I mean, come on. So, but that came from somewhere, right? Somebody's saying you should do that. We've seen it with the tennis shoes, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, tennis shoes. When I was a kid, they got more expensive. But some of these shoes now, um, you know, they're collector items. I guess these kids they'll, they'll spend five hundred dollars on a pair of shoes and sell them for a thousand. Right. So that's the money mindset. And my in my mind my, my mindset is like, no, we're not spending five hundred dollars on any <laughs> shoes. So. So number four is. Yeah, uh, this is very important, and this is not always easy. This is a, you know, go as you, you keep trying and going, but create and maintain good habits. Uh, you know, every year we talk, we see a lot of people that do New Year's resolutions, and, and they're trying to do the right thing, 
And you know, it's it's important to create good habits. That's what you're doing with the resolution. But the big part of it is to maintain that habit. So uh, in order to do this, I you need, you need to establish goals. Smart goals is the way to go. Smart is an acronym for specific. So you want to have a specific goal when it comes to your money. You want to be able to measure it. It's measurable. Uh, it's achievable. So if I have zero dollars in a savings account right now, is it very? Is it, is, Probably not achievable to have ten thousand by the end of the month, is it? I wouldn't think so. No, I mean, not for the not Unless for that really good job. Not for the average average person, right? Yeah. For the average person, no. Um, is it relevant? You know, why? Why am I doing this? Example would be: We want to go on vacation. Well, it's mm-hmm. relevant. We want to go on vacation, so let's set a smart goal. And then, last but not least, is time bound. It's really easy to say, "Hey, I want to save money," and just stop. Well, hell, everybody wants to save money, right? Don't right. you want to save money? Yeah. What does that mean? Let's come up with a plan for that. Well, according to a Harvard Business Review article, repetition is key in creating and maintaining a good habit. There's a difference between routine and habit. Routines can be uncomfortable at first, but will turn into habits, and then they become more of a natural instinct. Right. I think of a few different things. I, I think, and this isn't about money, but this is about you know habits. Not everybody, but most people, when they get up in the morning, what, is, what do they drink? Uh, water. Okay. Coffee, coffee, so, so, yeah. You know, probably both, right? <laughs> yeah. But, you know, you think of coffee, you think morning, waking up, mm-hmm. right? That that becomes a habit. Right. It becomes your natural habit. Uh, if you're not a coffee drinker, it doesn't. But for the majority of coffee, I mean, think about it. You're younger than me, so how old when you really started drinking coffee? Or did you not drink coffee? Oh, I didn't start until I had kids, okay. so, okay. I mean. Well, I look at my daughter. Yeah. They, they, she's 22. She drinks coffee every morning, has been since she was probably 15. Mm-hmm. I didn't start doing that till much later in life, you know. But for her, that's become her natural habit. It's Is that partially, you think, because of the comparing yourself to others and you're seeing people on Instagram and your celebrities drinking coffee? I think for them, it, it probably is because you know, your Starbucks is a, a thing that you can put out there and show people. Mm-hmm. So, yep. But see how that happens. Not only is it that's how it was created, but now that's how it's maintained. So, um, when it comes to you know creating those good habits, it's about the same thing. It's okay. Uh, if it's spending, you know, I, I looked at my budget and I ate out too much last month and I went over budget by $100, so I'm going to set my budget and keep it the same and then I'm going to track it. Mm-hmm. And then when I track it and I, and I do a good job, I celebrate, not by buying myself something, but I just celebrate internally. I, I, I get excited <laughs> for myself because we always want to re- reward ourselves. So you find another way to reward yourself. So uh, that's very important when it comes to those good habits. So we're talking about happiness, and that kind of leads into number five, where you optimize your budget for happiness. Know where your money is going, look at your income and expenses, and create a plan. Um, yeah, sit down and discuss your steps for financial success. Can't speak today. <laughs> Ten, ah. It's contagious. <laughs> it's contagious. Discuss your steps for financial success. And I think when you look at this, optimize your budget for happiness, that is one of the things that I think many people are confused by. We've gotten to the point where we think buying things or spending money brings us happiness. And I can tell you I've worked with a lot of people that have gotten themselves in debt and they're not happy. Mm -hmm. They go for that initial happiness, like, oh, I'm excited, I got this. And then it's sort of like the hangover of the purchase. Mm -hmm. And so it's really important that you're sitting down and organizing your budget so you reach your happiness. It's okay to spend money. I'm going to use the example of the the 50-30-20 rule. 50-30-20 rule is 50% of your income comes in, it goes to your needs. 30% goes towards wants, and then 20% goes towards savings and retirement. And for some people that sounds, oh, that sounds pretty easy, but when we're living in a society where less than 50% have $500 in a savings account, that's not the reality of it. The majority of us, uh, if you looked at their budget, 
first thing they're going to cut if they're, if they're overspending is they're going to dip into the savings and quit saving. Mm-hmm. And then the next thing they're going to do is they're going to quit paying their debt because, hey, I can only pay, I only have to pay a minimum. I mean, they'll, they'll keep paying, but they're going to shrink the amount they pay. Right. So it's really about that, that moderation and understanding what that is. It's okay to go to Amazon and buy the things that you want or need, mm-hmm. but it has to be within budget. So on your budget, do you guys follow anything like a 50-30-20 rule, or how do you guys do your budget? Um, we do our budget by I keep all the money, and I figure out what we need when we need it. <laughs> You're the keeper of the money. I am the keeper of the coin purse. Uh, I, I would say, uh, yeah, I tell the kids that, that you know, uh, yeah, I'm in charge of the purse, so yeah. you want to make somebody happy, and they're like, yeah, mom will get him. So, yeah, so, which takes us uh, to number six. Number six for our money mindset is practice gratitude. Practice gratitude. What does that mean, you think? You want to tell me what you think? Or you want I, mean, to tell you I think it means being thankful for what you've got and not thinking that you need to keep up with everybody else that's out there spending all the money on the new cars and the newest iPhone and going on all the lavish vacations. Right. I, I think we're in that point where we're always trying to look better, have better things, as opposed to going, you know, I've got it pretty well. Yeah. You know, and enjoy what I have. Uh and you brought up cell phones. In our family, in all honesty, our friends, they get new cell phones every six to, you know, whenever the next iPhone comes out. Mm-hmm. In our household, we, we keep our phones for 24 to 30 months. And when we do get new phones, we, we get free phones. I mean, it's, and the thing is, I'm trying to teach my, my daughters that because, mm-hmm. you, you know, they're very expensive. You know, cell phones started out, you know, they were expensive, but they're, we're talking, you know, $12, $1,300, $1,400 right. for a cell phone. And the idea that you're going to, get one every six months is amazing so really you know I, I, I always tease uh, my kids when they're like oh there's nothing to eat in the, in, in the house and I'm like what are you talking about the, the pantry's full right. what they're saying is there's nothing they want to eat mm-hmm. but there's plenty of food to eat you just got to figure out what you what's there and use it uh, it's the same way my car's paid off oh gosh I would love a new car I would really yeah but no because I'm really lucky I've got a car that's paid off, that's running, that I don't have to put pay money out every month. It's it's running well. Uh, so it's really about that mindset of being grat- you know, having gratitude for what you have and not just chasing the Joneses, I guess it would, is the best right. way to say it. Well, according to a Harvard article, gratitude can help us deal with adversity. And it can come in handy when we hit with unexpected bills and emergency situ- situations like a plumbing issue, heating issue, or if any of the appliances actually break. Yeah, that's that's really true. Um, I my wife's battery died about a month ago. Mm-hmm. I had to get a new battery. It was two hundred dollars. You know, I was irritated, but I was happy because we had that money in the savings account. Right. You know, it didn't get to the point where well, if we we either get the battery or we don't have the money for the battery, so we can't drive the car. Or we have to put on a credit card. Was I happy we needed a new battery? No. But I was great. I was gracious that we had money in the savings account through our budgeting to be able to handle these things. And I tell you what, it didn't create the stress that it, that it might for other people. And that's really what it's about. If you if you've got those things and you're able to do things, have that gratitude because there's not always everybody else can. Yeah. Well, we always teach our kids, right? Yeah. Try to anyway. All right. So let's summarize these six steps. So, number one, forgive yourself for financial mistakes. It's okay to make a mistake. It's when you keep doing it over and over and over. Number two, understand your money mindset, whether you're a super spender, super saver, or somewhere in between. Yeah. Stop comparing yourself to the others because, you know, you're not the Kardashians. Quit trying to keep up. <laughs> Create and maintain good habits. Number five, optimize your budget for happiness. 
And number six, practice gratitude. Be thankful for what you have, not what you don't. Right. Very good. That's a good one. Nicole, what do you think? Yeah. Think you put these into place in, at the home? I think so. I think what's really important, and in my family right now, as, we, as we're you know, saying goodbye here in a second, is getting my children to see these things. Um, the, the younger you can get them to see these things and understand these things, the better when it comes to being an adult, the more the easier their life's going to be when it comes to finances. Absolutely. I yeah, I agree. It's really hard. It's, and it's weird because sometimes your kids will get it, and then one of them will completely look at you like you are out of your mind. That's when you take your shoe and you throw it at them. Make sure you have bad aim. <laughs> chuck it across the room. Sorry, it slipped. So, very good. Carpe Dime is presented by Financial Center First Credit Union and is produced by me, Jamie Davidson, and Nicole Jackson. That's me. Financial Center is a seven-time national award winner in the category of adult financial literacy, and our goal is to what, Jamie? Help improve your financial life. To learn more, visit fcfcu.com. Like what you hear? Subscribe to Spotify, iTunes, SoundCloud, and the All Indiana Podcast Network. Thanks, Nicole, for taking time today to do this with me. Yeah, thanks, Jamie. Thanks for listening, folks. Have a great day. Gratitude is the attitude.